Good day, my friends, and welcome to the Craig Shapiro Tennis Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Diodora, the brand made legendary by Bjorn Borg and currently worn by world number 28, Jan Leonard Struff, world number 34, Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, and world number 18, Martina Trevisan. See them at Diodora.com. He grew up in Paris, France, and played tennis at the University of Florida. He's a documentary filmmaker, the author of 1983, a book about Yannick Noah's victory at Roland Garros, and is a broadcaster on Prime Video France's Roland Garros coverage. He is the host of the French tennis podcast Echange, and in 2014, his brother Julian got to a career high of 25 in the world. He joined me on day seven of Roland Garros from the clubhouse on the deuxième étage, the second floor of Court Philippe Chatrier, to provide his insider perspective on week one of the tournament. Antoine Benito is today's guest. Wow! Right, just right, just this second on Court Seven, Nicholas Jari literally just just beat. You can hear him singing. Here we are, man. <laughs> Yeah, amazing atmosphere in Roland Garros. Uh, Jerry beats Jiron, uh, right? Four sets, right? Beats him in four right this second. Um, and Coco Goff is battling uh, Mira Andrieva deep on Long Long. And here we are. It's the seventh day of the tournament. Yeah, yeah it's been a, it's been a great uh, great first week for here at the French Open. How has it been for you? It's been great. It's been great. I've been working for a week for. Uh, Prime Video, Amazon Prime, you know, as a as a broadcast, I mean, a commentator, and I am doing also uh, touchscreen stuff, you know, while I explain tactics of the games and what the players will play during the match and stuff like that. And uh, I'm surrounded by amazing consultants: Joey Fritzonga, Guy Forget, Fabrice Santoro, Marion Bartoli, Arnaud Clément, Tatiana Golovin, you know, all those French guys. Gentlemen, you hear, as he just said, has his fingers on the pulse of the French tennis and Roland Garros. He is a broadcaster. He is a he is also has a podcast that I don't listen to because it's in French and it's called Echange. Echange, yeah. And that means rally. Yeah, that means yeah, when you when you play the a ball rally. hitting, yeah. Right. And it's an interview show like mine. Yeah, exactly. I've heard nothing but things that I heard it's very good. He also has the distinction of having a brother who yeah. played on tour for 20 years. Yeah, he's been 25 in the world, waters here in the French. Julian Benito is the brother, and the man that we are speaking to today is Antoine Benito. That's it. Merci beaucoup, mon frère. Merci, Craig. Normally, as you know, we do a five-set format, but we're not doing that today. We're going to do a we're going to do a tour de force breakdown and. Uh, you know, uh, a summary of week one at Roland Garros. Today's, today's day seven. First and foremost, we started with Yannick Noah. Yeah. Not, now, this is the 40th anniversary of Yannick Noah's yeah, victory. Exactly. Victoire. And, uh, and I, I wrote a book about it that, that came out uh, with him. I wrote with him. And it's called 83. It's called 1983. And uh, we go over the whole year. And uh, it's been amazing to do that with him. He just told me everything, what happened that year, before, after the parties and stuff, you know. What was the most interesting thing you learned? I learned that three weeks, three weeks before the tournament, he uh, 
it was it was not even you know like he, he wanted to not play the tournament he wanted to go back to Cameroon and uh, do music because he was about to get suspended by the director of the French Open at that time who is called Philippe Chatrier so now that it was he, Chatrier that was Philippe Chatrier he wanted to suspend him exactly for for because he he didn't play for France at the Nations Cup a month a month and a half before and so because Yannick didn't want to play anymore he wanted to get ready for the French and Chatrier got angry and also it was also the the international federation president so he had to uh, he had to you know to make a statement and to suspend him after the tournament so he was sick of that and he wanted to to suspend him so he said well you know what if you suspend me after the tournament then i won't play the tournament and his good friend told him well you should play the tournament and then we'll go to cameroon so and he well because 40 years later, he's the only one that won the Grand Slam for the men's tennis in France. And let's make no mistake about it, this is still the coolest guy just about there ever was. Yeah, he's amazing. He has his you know, charism and uh, he's, uh, uh, now he's a singer and he lives in Cameroon. He's a chief of his village down there. And also he's taking care of his kids. He has five kids now. You know Joachim, of course, that played for the Bulls. He has another one, Janae, that is a... Uh, uh, elite model, uh, all the three other kids are great. So yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy to be around. And he and they essentially had some big things for him yeah, here at the top yeah, of the week. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they started they they, they they issued you know this fresk. I don't know how you call it in English. You know, like it's this big uh, wall with his face big on frescoes, it. Exactly. Big frescoes, big big murals. Exactly. And uh, he uh, there's this mother on it these kids uh, it's uh, both from colors from france and cameroon so i think it represents him well he had a great great concert on court philippe chatrier that was on saturday and uh, there's going to be something uh, the 5th of june because it's the day he beat uh, mads Villander in the final and now and then he's, he's the one that he's going to you know to deliver the trophy at the end of the tournament to the winner we got right, and then this tournament began, and you know the first the first real carnage we saw was uh, Tiago Tibo Wilch yeah. took out Medvedev yeah. right out of the box. Medvedev had been playing well; everyone was talking about yeah. him being someone that could do damage here. What were they saying on French television about what happened? Well, it was yeah, it was amazing because Medvedev was you know like kind of a, one of the favorites here and uh, he just won Rome so you know it was uh, it, it was supposed to we were supposed to see him you know longer and longer but what the the Brazilian guy did it was just amazing this guy was so good so good and I think uh, Korigov just won on the Suzanne Lenglen so yeah that's that's what you can hear Coco Goff just got through yeah. she just beats Mary Andreeva and man, shit is just popping off here. <laughs> Every day, it's incredible. Yeah. But, but this, so no, no, yeah, no, well, no, so this the kid, thing is amazing. Uh, t uh, how you say it in a... T-Boat Wilch. T-Boat Wilch. Seaboat Wilch. You say well. Seaboat Wilch, yeah. The forehand, he hits like Federer. Sure, it looks the like serve, him. he hits like Federer. He looks a little like Federer. Yeah. And the kid has a problem. He has a... He has a... A, a domestic... 
violence oh yeah charge, that's true that's and true. no one seems to really have a feel for what the situation is yeah i don't know anything about the, that story so did I they really did they speak it. to it on french tv um, on our channel we didn't speak i just saw something on twitter a journalist just asked him and he said well it's not the place to talk about that so. it was um a bit controversial really but, well he essentially tried to duck the press yeah so um the weather has also been a big oh, part of the story it's been amazing you know what? Uh, is it uh, is it your first time at the French Open? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. But quite often we get this. We either get a wet, yeah, we get exactly. a wet and cold, exactly. or a dry, hot, and windy. It's the first time I think that I see the French Open like this. Two weeks of sun and amazing weather. It's crazy, and you know you can see the people. You know in the alleys and stuff. They're just they're just so happy about it and. That's how do you big. think it's affected the tennis well the tennis i think maybe a little bit the courts they've been a bit slippery that's true because they're dry and also very fast conditions i mean rafa would have loved play in those conditions if he were here uh because it's fast and it bounces and the uh, balls are the balls are kicking up yeah exactly but uh, also i heard that the the, the players are not very so they're not so happy about the balls the players are they're unhappy get, with the quality of the ball it's true huh? so i don't know what's going on with that but except that i mean we've been having yeah. perfect it's been play. an unbelievable tournament yeah. the wind on chatrier is Something that I've noticed, I've been surprised at yeah. how windy it is on that court. That's true. The wind gets in, you know, like this, and uh, it just doesn't come out, you know. So it does like a small tornado, and it, it, it and it, it can blow in both ways, you know. So you, it's hard to get used to it. It was a big thing uh, for the match between Medvedev and Sibos World. It was a big thing. The wind it had a big impact on on Medvedev's you game. So, huh? Yeah, I feel like every match in there. Yeah, is, that's true. Because Jess Pagula that's lost true. quick, and she she looked like she was really suffering in the wind. That's true. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big problem this year. But I don't know why this year is a big problem. Because last year I didn't. I don't remember it was the same. So maybe it's a. Is the bad side of having good weather is because we have wind that blows the you know the clouds away. But I was talking to Brad Gilbert a day or yeah. two ago, and he said, "Listen, he said, don't you remember? He's like, there's years that the wind just kicks up, and that's just how it is. And you know, Rafa always he always worked everybody over because mm -hmm. he was a great wind player. Well, yeah. So I mean." Djokovic got through yesterday against Davidovic and it was a bit tricky also for him. Uh, it could have been a dangerous one for Novak and he, I mean, he's been amazing, you know, like going through this match. So. What were French TV saying about the Taylor Fritz situation? Oh, um, we're saying that it's great for tennis that uh of course for the our French listeners crowd, uh taylor fritz played a late match on yeah. langlon versus uh rinderneck a french player the last french player in the draw the french crowd was all over him um inappropriate yeah inappropriate booing exactly. really giving it to him and he gave it back to him at the end of the match with a shush sign he you gave know, them like, the shush he shushed them yeah and then he, 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 he did that on the he did that on the on the social media you know and i mean 
of course the French crowd was booing and you were you are right to say that it was kind of inappropriate and a lack of respect it was like this so Taylor did that and I think he's he was right to do it and I think at the end it was good for you know like and you know what I can wait is him to get back on court and to play on Suzanne Dengen because I know, you know, you remember Medvedev at the US Open, you know, he got mad with the crowd, but he found a way to, you know, to, to win them back. He brought them yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that Taylor is super smart and he can do as he can do that or he's going to, you know, take, you know, his source, his power from it, you know, like he's going to. Take power, so, exactly, exactly. take power from the hatred. Take power from the hatred. And uh, and I mean, if it works for him, you know, he's been he played a great match. He beat he beat Rinderknecht, the French guy, you know, fair and square. And so that, that that was good. That was good. This has been a historically bad tournament for French tennis for yeah. the French players. Yeah. What can you tell me about that? So can you explain it? Yeah, no French players, men and women at the third round uh, two years ago it was also the same thing um very bad very bad we we, we had the big hope with joan garcia that is because she's number five in the world and she played a match with 50 you know enforced errors that's huge she played blinkova exactly. blinkova lost to svitolina yesterday sorry continue yeah yeah carol was a big disappointment yeah, it's, it's this it's disappointing uh, we had also hope with hugo amber but he didn't go through we have young guys but they're a bit they're still a bit too young now Arthur fees and lucas vanache uh, Arthur Fees, uh, for our listeners, yeah. is a blue chip. Oh yeah, you can this, this, go go big for him. This guy, this guy is something special. Yeah. he lost to Davidovich Fokina in a very physical, yeah. very tough uh, match. Four sets, right? Correct. So yeah, we have right now. I mean, we had a big, uh, big time for French tennis. You know, when we had Tsonga, Gasquet, Simon, and uh, Monfils. Uh, and uh, now we have a big of a, let's say, you know, the you have the wave, the top of the wave, and then you have the the down of the wave. You know, like we have a hole in our generations. That happens. U.S. tennis has been through that as well. Uh, every country go through that, but we it's coming. But he, for sure, now it's the French Open. Everybody's talking about tennis, so it, you know it's a big like. Now, it emphasizes the lack of French tennis. What broadcasters are being the most critical? Who's been mm. like, when you're in there, who says, hey man, this is unacceptable. Things need to change. Henri Lecomte. Henri's right there. He's uh, right behind him. No, 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 what is he upset about? What, explain what the... He's, say, he's saying that, uh, he's saying that basically the, the, the French Federation doesn't do a right, the right job by putting up the you know the the young generations uh, you know to the highest level he's saying that we should go go explore more uh with other talents or the for, with coaches and you know like maybe academies you know he's 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 uh dissatisfied with the federation's effort apparently yeah apparently yeah but i don't know if he's right or or he's if he's, or, or wrong you know like uh Joe Wilfried Tsonga last night was a bit harsh as well with 
this, the, the French Federation as a system because, for example, it doesn't have an accreditation to, to, get, to get in the Players' Lounge. So he's saying, if I wanted, to, I, I'm Joel Fetsonga, I made semis here. I'm the third, uh, I'm the third best French player ever. And I cannot get in the Players' Lounge at the French Open because I don't have the right accreditation because I'm not a player anymore. So if, even if I want to talk to the young guys, if I want, I can't. And he's saying, I don't even bother them, you know, like, I just want, if it's okay, to talk to them, That's you know. That's Joe Wolford's song. Of course. Be, everyone's supposed to be allowed to play same, same with Guy Forget, that's been the director of the tournament for seven years. He's won the French, the Davis Cup for the French Federation. He's won Bercy for the French. And he cannot get into the players down. So, you know, you, you're you responsible for what you're doing, you know, like, you you have to so the, yeah there is still work to do. And what does your brother say? My brother, my brother is the Billie Jean King, uh, you know, captain. So you know he's in it. He's trying his best. He's trying his best with the the girls. Uh, you know, like try to help them when he's on the tournaments. Help them when he has them on you know on the team. So. He's saying that there is quality, and he's uh, saying also that. We need to 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 keep coaching the the young and you know to 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 keep doing the work. But yeah, it, we are. It, this round goes was a disappointment for us. Tough moment. Yeah, tough moment. Um, Rybakina has uh, has gone out with illness. Um, you didn't learn about no. that yet. Um, Svitolina is making a run yeah. here. Uh, just just you know less than a year after having, or maybe a year and a half after having a child, she's making a run. What is the French broadcast saying about that? That it's amazing that uh, we admire her and that uh, it's been amazing since she's been a mom. She won Strasbourg before the French Open. She's be she, she won three tough matches here, uh, three sets. The last one, the last two ones. The, the there was one right after Gael Monfils' uh, amazing match. The next morning, you could you could tell because I was on the court. You could tell her she, maybe she was a bit tired, so she watches she watched uh, her husband play, and then maybe went to bed a bit too late. But it was amazing. And is she embraced by the French players because she's yeah, married yeah, to Gaia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are they yeah. a big celebrity yeah, couple here? Yeah, yeah, they're they're huge here. They're and huge they, here. She's very popular here for the you know for the French people because she's with Gaël and of course Gaël. Before what he did it was already a huge thing here, but uh, now he's just you know the man. Any thoughts about what's going to go on next week? Do you have any... Uh... Next week, we, well, we can wait to see if uh, Djokovic and Akers are going to play in the semis. Uh, we'll see also the, you know, the other part of the draw, who is going to come out. Then we don't really want to see who, see who can, can be. Um, I mean, this, I let's mean, let's Sits, watch the draw. looks very... Yeah, it looks looks very yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. Um, Holger Runa, looks, also, he just blitzed yeah. through his opponent this morning. That's true. Um, so, I mean, in a way, the draw is kind of intact. I mean, the only players really have is Medvedev. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, Arena uh, uh, Sabalenka has, you know, had some issues with the press as well. I saw that. 
What is, what is your thought about that? Do, does, do, do you think that sports should be involved in politics? I, I don't know. I don't have a... No, you know, I know that, you know, these, these players have a big platform and yeah. she's a supportive of the president who's, you know, supportive of a war. You know, at the very least, I think that the players need to have their story straight. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What do you think? I mean, do, do, I mean, do you think... Uh, for example, I love I, I, I like a lot Elena Svitolina, but she, she beats Brinkova, who is a Russian player, and she doesn't want to shake her hand. She, well, she, but she qualified that and said, listen, he's like, we're at war. You know, we can't, we, we can't shake hands um, for a lot of different reasons. And she qualified it. Um, but no, you know, these are these are world events and tennis is an international sport. Um, sometimes the lines get crossed. And yeah. How it all happens is all sort of part of the story. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be, I don't know, stronger if at the end of the match, Svitolina and Blinkova, Svitolina goes to Blinkova and they, they, they have a hug at the, at the net? Yeah, maybe so. Look, Fritz got, in, got on uh, Suzanne Lenglen. And he just got booed, and he just waved with a smile. Fritz, that's that's how that's how he's right gonna get now, get it back. Fritz is Fritz is Fritz is just taking on Langlone. Iga Sviantek just pistol whipped another player. Yeah. And here we go. Um, last question: uh, scheduling uh, the night sessions. Yeah. Uh, there's been some talk about the lack of women getting a slot yeah. in there. Uh, what are they saying on French TV about this? Well, uh, that's something that is tricky because there is only one match to put on. And, you know, that if there's a big match between women, then, of course, it will be it will be on, you know, like it's, all, it's always the same, uh, always the same talk year after year. Always I mean, the same talk. Oh my Taylor, God! Ta just, uh, it's just, I'm just tired of these talks, man. You right, have no the idea. Schedule is the schedule. The best match makes the night session. Exactly. So on my show, we do a, we do what's called the ten ball scramble. It's word association. I say it, and you say what just comes into your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Your favorite restaurant in Paris? Uh, Le Paul Chen. Le prochain. Le prochain cherche midi. Le prochain cherche midi. Yes. Where is that? It's uh, Saint Germain des Prés. Saint Germain des Prés. What's the? What do you order there when you go? Oh, the 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 ribeye is amazing with French fries. It's just and I like the atmosphere and the people that work there. That's your place. Yeah. Uh, the best tennis club in Paris. Tennis club de Paris, my club, that's, where we play together. That, no, that's that's is that the best club? That's the best club. It's better than Le Tire. Uh, it's better than Letia. Maybe you have also the uh, Racing in the middle the of Bois Boulogne. The, racing. You say Racing. Yeah. The race. It says Racing Club de Paris. Exactly. exactly. Those are nice courts. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. That's the toughest one to get into. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the membership there. I don't have the membership, but I can get in. You can get in. Um, the best court at Roland Garros. Uh, court 14. I agree. 
by far the best court. Yeah, and I saw my good friend Lucas Puy qualified on this court, and uh, it was just amazing. That's a monster court. Yeah. What is it about the French crowd? They, they, I feel like we're, we're they're they they really know what they're looking at. Exactly when because tennis. because they're they're only the, the, the a lot of people that come to Roland Garros, you know, they're they come through their license, you know, their French Federation license, so they know they're tennis players, they're tennis fans, so they are very you know demanding. And they're very good. And also this year, they're particularly um, excited. You know, like they they get they get hot, they get fight. You know, like crazy. And, and, and they sing to anything. Exactly. They 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 boo at everything as la, well. La 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 la. La Marseillaise. Stand by, Brinca. Yeah, that's true. They sing it all. Man. That's true. Is this the National Training Center throughout the year? No, the no, National not. Training Center is right next to the stadium. It's across the street. Yeah. So this is closed. This is, uh, yeah, it's closed. But you, they, they can use the courts if they play. They want to play on court on clay. If you're they, a pro yeah, player, yeah, you come yeah, over. Yeah, you can course. play. Um, the best hotel. Best hotel. Uh, There's so many. But the the Hoxton. The ho that's you have a relationship with the Hoxton. Yeah, and uh, also where you stay, the Hotel Grand Amour. The it's Grand a good. Amour. It's you a good like hotel. All those cool spots. And I like. I like. Uh, I did, I never slept there, but I I drank uh, many drinks there. Your advice to somebody who's coming to Paris for the tournament. For the tournament. Uh, what do you tell them about? coming what days tickets what's the what's okay. the best advice get get the tickets for this weekend the middle weekend that's where you can have the best matches you can get one day on the chatrier one get on the landland so you get you know a piece of the of the two main courts here uh be ready to sometimes wait in line because there are a lot in love lines in uh in the in the here at the French Open, and uh, I mean, if you have enough, you know, like if you have the means to do, you can also have these VIP packages that are very nice, and you know, you you can go to the the, the, the restaurant, and uh, you have a salon, and you have all those things. So what, they can use the the Oco tennis club. For what that. about the what about the common man? What about the common man? The common man. Well, it's. You get ready to to wait a little bit. Have if it's hot like this, have a lot of water. Wear wear you know sneakers because you're gonna walk a lot. Uh, and I mean, look at the look at the alleys. There are uh, people everywhere waiting in line for drinks and stuff. So yeah, you need to be patient at the French here. You need to be patient. Let's move into the fifth and final set. This is the king of the court. You could be the king of tennis and make a change in the sport with just a swing Whoa. of the racket without any aggravation. What would it be? I need to think about that one. Uh, okay. What do you think? Make, is, what uh, do you think is screwed up? What do you want to fix? Anything? You know what? I like the way it is. I like I like the five sets. Oh no! You know what? What I put. I would put the women's final in five sets because the Grand Slam for women, they have to be different to win that a normal tournament. And the, for, for women, uh, winning a Grand Slam is easier to, to win a, a normal tournament because they have one day off every two, every matches, you know? So that's something that I would do.
Oh, we have not heard that. Make the women's final in the major five sets. Exactly. And that shows somebody had to do something special as opposed to having a day off in between all these best of well, three set matches. You, you keep the day off, of course, but you know that if you, you, know, if you need to win a, a Grand Slam, you have to go through a, a three-setters at least. What is your opinion of the coaching um, experiment, the, the legalized coaching in the, from the box? Okay. Maybe it's, uh, it's okay, it doesn't change that much, but for me, tennis, it's you and you're on your own on a court. You can do all the work you, can, you want before the match, but during the match, tennis is about finding the solution yourself and trying to figure out what to do to beat the guy uh, that is uh, the, on the other side of the net. Hey man, I, I really enjoyed this chat. This was the best. What happens to you for the rest of the week? So the rest of the week, I have uh, the book promotion going on. I have my documentary about Nadal and Djokovic on French Amazon Prime Studio, you know, like, so if you guys don't have the French Amazon, then get a good VPN. <laughs> get a good VPN and, and watch, and what's the name of it? The name of it is uh, Nadal Djokovic, a rivalry at Roland Garros. So we basically, I directed the, the documentary and we took the, the matches that they played here as a, you know as the basis of, of the film, and then we we came back on the past uh, on, their, on their personality on their rivalry, and then uh, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna host a show for Lacoste during this week from the Skybox. It will be on Wednesday, I think, and uh, I'll be also on uh, Amazon Prime uh, every day on uh, on the set on Coach Philippe Chatrier with uh, the touchscreen and uh, also commentating uh, courtside. I'm going to commentate courtside tonight, uh, Zverev uh, against Jeffo. Oh, so you're right in the mix. I am, a little bit. You know, there's nothing like talking to um, Les Francais at their home tournament. You always want to speak to somebody to get that perspective. See you down the road. Of course, man. Thank you very much for having Bye, me. Bye, man. Antoine Benito, you are released. Huge thank you to Antoine Benito. Thank you to Diodora. See them at diodora.com and be on the lookout as there will be more to come. Max Love edited the show. Our music is by Brian Senti. We'll be back next time with more of the most interesting voices in the sport. Until then, I'm Craig Shapiro and you are released.